No Purpose Without Love is a podcast dedicated to helping you find purpose through the relentless pursuit of God's love. The unfortunate reality is that we are born into a world that does not know God. Since God is synonymous with love, to be without God is to be without love. This podcast aims to bring light to the dark areas of your life so that you gain a deeper connection with love as a person, more affectionately known as Jesus. Jesus spoke often about the kingdom of God, and in the kingdom, love is the why behind everything that exists, including our purpose. I am your host, Dave Garesso, and my hope and prayer is that you will experience the overwhelming love of God so powerfully that you will become love to a world that is still very much without love. God has given me the ability to provide the spark, but he wants to fan into flames the purpose that he has for you, which always leaves a trail of breadcrumbs leading right back to our Father and Creator. Please remember to follow this podcast to continue receiving notifications about new episodes as they're released. Now let's get fired up. Welcome to the No Purpose Without Love podcast. I'm your host, Dave Garesso, and I have with me today, Alicia Vaz of Dare Dream. And she is here to talk to us about what Dare Dream's all about. And she's going to share some amazing insights with us about her journey so far and what she's currently working on. Uh, And hopefully all of you, our listeners, will get to hear some amazing insights and incredible wisdom from Alicia as she shares with us. So why don't you start, Alicia, by just telling us a little bit who you are. First and foremost, I am, I see, I like to see a devoted Christ follower, for sure. I live in Stevenson Ranch, California right now, Um, happily married, 23 years and two kids, 20 and 15, almost 15 years old. But I do, um, I run a business, Uh, it is called Daydream. And what we do is we create, we pretty much, we have an online community for Christian entrepreneurs who are just starting out. So my um, desire really is to integrate faith and work. So to help these young entrepreneurs to, from their faith, work. That is probably the the simplest way to say that, um, understanding how important uh, your belief, what you believe, how that it goes into your work and how you show up in what you what you do mm-hmm. every day. So that is um a little bit about me. I know you said um I'm going to share some amazing insights. So I'm like, you know, you just I'm like really. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> you are, you are. And Frank has I actually hope, joined us. Frank is watching I, us. Frank, feel free I to ask so. questions or comments if you have any. Hello, Frank. Um, <laughs> Certainly you will have something, Alicia. I know you well enough. So tell us the journey, just you know, so our listeners can glean some of that insight. Now, what is the journey that led you to where you are today? Yes, the journey. It has been a long one. Um, and it's one of those where um, I think where I am is not where I had initially planned to be. Um, I started off as doing a small group within my church. And this was just prior to the pandemic. So, you know, before all of that, just backing up a bit, I've been a homeschool mom for a long time. And I got to a point where I wanted to to be around adults. I think that is <laughs> part of it. Um, I've been so focused on the kids, but, you know, I'd had a salon before and 
but I, I devoted a lot of my time to the, my kids and my husband. And, you know, we talked about, you know, what can I do that, you know, that I'm passionate about something that I have interest in and I do, which was entrepreneurship and business, you know, building businesses. So we decided to start a small group at my church and that went well for a while. I mean, there's more to that story, but I, I know in the interest of time, I'm just kind of like giving you the abridged version, but we did start a group there, which turned out really well, but the pandemic came and we had to shift online. So this was new territory for me. Um, it's, it's like not a place where I thought I would have been, like I said, in, in front of the camera, um, encouraging people in such a big um, way, but that happened, which led, led to us being online. So now I'm able to reach people, not just in the area where I started off, which was in Washington, D.C., but all over the world, all different countries. And people are just coming to these, you know, gatherings that we were having every week. Um, so that is uh, uh, where, you know, we meet regularly. It was to just encourage entrepreneurs on their journey. I felt that they needed it. I felt I needed it when I had a business. There wasn't someone there to support and encourage me to ask questions, to brainstorm ideas. You know, I operated my salon in New York for roughly five years, a little over five years. And at some point, I, I think burnout set in. And that's just being honest. It was successful um, in, in, I guess you say, I purchased the building that we, we, um, we were renting at some point and then eventually um, had to, you know, like sell the building and, and move on. But I often imagine, you know, think about like what would have happened if I had known some of the things like today when it comes to starting a business, if I had someone that I was able to, to speak to, someone who was speaking into my life, uh, what would have been different? And, and that just stuck with me because I, I was really passionate about the beauty industry. I, I love that. But I also realized, you know, when you, I stopped and reflected on like, why, what, what did I do? Because I, I think it's important for us to actually, you know, reflect, look at what was and see what I could have learned from it, which, which I did. And I recognized that I, I didn't have support. This was a long, hard journey as an entrepreneur, not in the way that I needed. Right. So I, I just, I burned out. And today now, um, when I, you know, thought about like, what can I do, you know, considering what I know, you know, and my experiences, you know, naturally, I, I think about people like myself who, who've had dreams for owning a business, for starting something and not having that support while they're doing it. And what happens most times is that it dies. Mm -hmm. It goes nowhere. A lot of good businesses just die. So I am really eager to help those who are, you know, you have a dream for a business and you might be feeling a little stuck that there's support and training available within the daydream community for you. Yeah, that's, and so that's one insight too, that I picked up is a, a lot mm -hmm. of what you didn't have in the past is what led to you going, you know what, mm -hmm. I need to create something here. Yes. And this is one of the beauties of being the Imago Dei or made in the image of God that we get to create like our creator creates, right? And yes, it's it's awesome that you have found a way to create something that doesn't yet exist, at least in the community or the space that you're living in. And a lot of that was birthed from, hey, I needed this. 
I needed this. I didn't have it. And now, now it's available for others. So that's awesome. That is a huge insight. See, I told you there's going to be insights this year. All right. Well, well, I thank you because I just thought it's like, you know, as I was getting ready to start again, that is the kind of thought I'm like, I needed, I needed that, you know, and I created that for myself. But now I feel like there are a lot of other people out there like myself who might just need it as well. I am, I'm certain that they do. I have met so many of them. I, I'm certain, and I'm one of them, Alicia. We, we need each other for sure. Yeah, yeah. So next question, what role has uh, being a follower of Jesus played in, in this journey for you so far? Well, good question. Um, certainly, I couldn't do this without him. I, I couldn't do this as well. Maybe that is a better way to put it. I could do it, but considering the challenges, the many challenges that we face as we're entrepreneurs, we're trying to grow a business. And it is a long journey. And sometimes it is it's really hard. And you may even want to give up. I've had moments like, you know, should I give this thing up, right? Um, things aren't working as quickly as I think. Hey, see that? I think um, that it should, but I, you know, just my feet, my trust in Jesus um, just always kept me grounded. Having that relationship, having my hope be in Jesus and trust in his timing, it is so important. It's so important for all of us entrepreneurs as we're working in our businesses, you know, like whose beat are you moving to? Who, you know, like whose pace, whose step? And I am turning to him and it gives me peace it gives me peace and I'm, i am hopeful if i you know i am upright in the way how i conduct myself in the way how i serve people in the way how i honor him with all that i do in time you know I, you know I, I hesitate because i was about to say the success will happen but that is a lie too i i, I realize success is happening people's lives are being transformed you know and yes. you know it's how you're measuring it is what i i, re- I realize because yes. there was a time i was thinking of success as like well i need to have thousands of followers and having um 10k months and, yes. and listen those things are, are great but what happens and what has happened um you miss the small wins you miss being present where you are right now in the things God is doing in your life and the people around you, this, the small circle that you're influencing, right? The people who you are being light to, the people who you are, by your words, by your, your deeds, come to know Jesus. And it's small, but big. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I have stopped comparing myself to what I've heard success should be or you know that's how you measure it and start to realize that the one person that i was able to pour into today that is success right i i'm reminded of the the sheep the 99 and the one and and jesus going for that one and it's that just fuels me up it just tells me to feel good you know like well if he did it it was good enough for him and he went for one what a I am happy with this too. This pleases you. Mm-hmm. you know, so all of that to say this. Yes. Got it. Yeah. That's, and one of the things he's teaching me too, is that even when mm. things aren't going well, 
he's still taking care of me. Right. And I think that's, that's part of the journey, right. As we go towards anything that um, anything worthwhile has a cost associated with it. And it's not always a monetary cost, right. It's mm -hmm. a cost of your time, your energy, your emotional reserves, all of that. And um, it's not easy sometimes, you know, we had yeah. talked about that before we jumped on this podcast that it's not easy, um, but it's worth it. Right. And some yeah. of the, thing that you had said reminded me that it's, I think it's a, a friend of mine that said mm -hmm. before several times that the only one we're really competing against or should be comparing ourselves to is ourselves, right? Because yeah. we're, we're challenging ourselves every day to become better, to become more Christ-like. And, and that that's worth pursuing, right? To always seek yeah. to, to become better, to learn more, to grow. Um, and yes. so that's the one comparison that's healthy. Right? How am I, I now compared to last year? You know, you said, well, even looking at, at that world, like um, how I look at what is good, it's, just, it's a shift in our thinking that has to happen. Like for me, what I would say was good, but when I started to use a different filter, because good might still be a little painful, but in the grander scheme of things, right? Even though that was a little challenging for me, I have to trust my savior, my God, that he hasn't left me, he hasn't forsaken me, that even though I, I might complain and gripe, and I'm getting better at complaining less, you know, it's like, okay, this has to happen so that something beyond this moment, like future self, you know, God's bigger plan, you know, I can't toward that, but still, I just, just complain less, trust more, you know, in, in, and get ready for whatever he's going to put you through. Because in those challenging times, I've realized the stretching, how good it is for me, how good it was for me. You know, we just want to avoid it. We just want to arrive. I'm starting a business. I want to get to the end and we miss the beautiful steps in between, right? You just want to like land somewhere over there that someone said that that is what success is. And he's like, enjoy the journey. Yeah. I want us to enjoy the journey. And who we're becoming, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes. We're, we're becoming better yes. by the day. And the journey is wonderful when we choose to focus with gratitude on, on what it's bringing. There you go. Mm -hmm. So I'm reading uh, some comments here from Frank, who's watching us. He said he graduated this year with a degree in the entertainment business, and his passion is in film production, producing, and acting. Uh, he said uh, they taught him more about entrepreneurship and being a business owner. He recently opened a Shopify business, but he says he feels stuck uh, with his production company. I uh, had a partner with the business, but it, it, he said he balanced each other out, but he's stuck in the fact that Right now, he feels like he's flying solo uh, and, and is looking for the right person to partner with. And that hasn't been easy. So any thoughts that you have uh, to share with Frank on that? See, with some prayers for sure. Um, you know, be praying and seeking God. I mean, and I, and I say this and it was like it seems like a simple thing to do. But sometimes um, like stepping back um, and listening a little bit more, you know, um, even waiting well, because I think when I zoom out a bit, your perspective, like change of pace and place gives fresh perspective. You know, when we're in the trenches and we're going, we're going, and we're going, sometimes you can't even see the, out, the other edges, you know, like we're just so focused on the challenges, but just stepping back a bit, even getting um, wise counsel, 
you know, like someone on the outside looking in. We, we might be missing things because a lot of times we are just so in love with our ideas, you know, like, and, and we can't see, you know, opportunities elsewhere. So that could be it. But I, I, I really believe like, you know, just seeking God in prayer and asking the question. It, it, it's a simple thing. It's like, what should my next step be? You know, am I working with you? Am I going ahead of you? You know, it's like, should I slow? You know, like, I want to know these things as I'm about to, to take these steps because I know from experience, you know, again, I'm anxious and I'm, and we shouldn't be, right? I want to be able to be at peace as I'm making my steps. And I think sometimes you just need to throw yourself into like the word, read the word, you know, listen and let God say something to you. The Spirit will say something to you, you know, um, like, I remember doing something one time back because I, I had a lot of, I would say, juggling a lot of walls. And I remember um, when was the last time, like what I remember when God told me, like he spoke something to me. Like I, I, I because when you're in business, you're just like going, going, and I want to do this and I need to do the next thing and so forth. And that is us working in our own strength. And I want to be working with him, you know, and I had to remind myself like the last thing he told me to do. And am I doing that? right and that helped me kind of like reorient myself you know i'm just like okay god i remember that moment when this idea when when you this revelation came to me for this i remember how i felt but then i think what i did i just like i got going and i started to move and do stuff and and the same vigor and prayer discipline that i i had you know when i was praying about revelation and showing me something I don't think I was doing that as much, mm -hmm. right? So I had to go back to when I was in that that sweet space where God was just like downloading stuff. Like I was just getting stuff and I had to just take a step back, yeah. you know? But yeah. that's just a thought. I mean, it could be other things, um, but he might want to connect with my husband. I'd say that. <laughs> my husband yeah. is um, an aspiring screenwriter and um directing films as some an area so maybe um they can connect and ralston my husband can offer some insights more specifically to that area where he's at that might be another way to you see when we connect and we talk about stuff you never know i like to connect people as that's also true too so well, there you have it frank <laughs> maybe it's a, he actually said though he said you gave me the key to step back oh. and just pray and give it to god and All so right, there you and, go. i love that I like the point you made too, Alicia, that, you know, sometimes when we feel stuck, the best thing to do is to go back and look at the last thing God said and just do mm -hmm. that. So yeah. also just reorient. Great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, great, great insight. Um, let's move on. Let's move to the next thing here. So you believe that it's important to integrate work and faith together. So mm -hmm. in a time where it's so uncomfortable for people to mm -hmm. integrate those two, why do you believe that that's important today? Yeah, I, I think on a bigger scale, the world needs it. We may not think that we do, but I observe so much brokenness. Yeah, and I that's the the grander reason my why, as I do what I do, trying to get entrepreneurs to to be more visible in the world. You know, if I can help them to grow businesses and working from that place, like you know, like filled you know from a full cup like their position around the world like businesses right they people are going to be engaging with your business and some level in some ways and we need more of more light in the world 
you know, it is so important. I can't do this without without Jesus. I can't. I will not. You know, but if we can have more people out there who are faithful and and you know whatever God has called you to do, because it doesn't all have to mean that I have to go to some third world country or you know it doesn't wherever you are right and you can incorporate the things that we know a person who is faithful this is how you operate people get to see that (laughs) that is important you got to see how you treat people how you love people and care for people care for the things that god has given you okay so that faith element that is everything we need like it's in the word everything that we need so we look to that so we can have a, a, a better society, better world. I mean, it is, it is important. And that's, that's how I, I come at it. I mean, I don't know what your, your take is on that, but that is how I feel when I think of integrating faith and work. It's not this or that. It's from mm-hmm. this that that happens. It's from mm-hmm. faith that you work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, and it is true. But here, here's another way that I see it too, because... I know that I can't do it without God, but in recent days, I'm realizing that I can't do it without my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ either, right? Because I think that we were meant to be part of a larger whole. And especially when we talk about Western civilization Mm -hmm. or Western culture, it's very individualistic. We Mm -hmm. tend to do things in a silo, in a box, and we're taught from the very beginning, you get to pick your spouse, you get to pick your job, you get to go live in your house and your community and do things the way you want it. And we Mm. say things like, you can't wait to leave my parents' house so I can go do what I want, right? Like that's just part of an individualistic culture. Whereas if you go out in Eastern cultures, it's a lot more collectivist. Families Mm. do things together till the day they die, right? Like, and they're always part of it. And so, and I understand that both have pros and cons. Um, mm-hmm. But I think too, is like my company name's Beacon Leaders because, it, you know, what does a beacon do? A beacon is a guiding yes. light to others. Well, what happens when I, as the beacon for others, start to feel stuck like Frank's talking about? Well, I have somebody like you, Alicia, that I get to yeah. chat with every now and then that actually does provide a guiding light for me as well. It reminds yeah. me that the things that I do are important. You remind me that God is still with me. You remind me that you are still with me. And all of this yes. stuff encourages me and, and causes me to want to keep moving in days when I otherwise don't. Um, 313 is a special number, right? Because it's Hebrews. Hebrews 3.13, right? As long as it's called today, encourage one another. That's the first half of the verse. But that Mm. part is what I really want to focus on because as long as there's breath in our bodies, we need encouragement day after day Mm -hmm. after day because life just has a way of sucking the life out of us, if you will. It does. Yeah. And you need to be around like-hearted people. You know, that is important because like you said, some days when, when you are down, I can share some of my encouragement i can lift you up right this is why we need a community of people to we need to support one another that's right you know so you know community is a big deal for me it's all about the community you know no man is an island so you know we we need to to find a place a group of people that you connect with you know like right we 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 will call you on your crap too right because you know sometimes we you know we're not perfect beings right Mm -hmm. we're human so we need that you know, like accountability and 
equipping and that is what we're here for for one another so i like that you said that that is so good so what about let's talk about leadership for a second right because mm-hmm. this is probably a good segue and, and when i say leadership i have to clarify for the listeners i'm not talking about being a boss at a job right mm-hmm. leadership really is so much more than that it it's about influence and it cascades to all spheres of influence in our lives so in your day-to-day what role mm-hmm. does leadership play um in your life? Yeah, I am always concerned about how am I representing the body. That mm-hmm. it is key. And it, it doesn't matter what you do, where you are, I, there's a responsibility that we each have. We're all leaders. We're leading somebody. Somebody's watching you, right? So it is so important that you conduct yourself as such, you know, some someone worthy of emulating, following. I'm following Jesus and then they follow me. So if I am following the best leader of all, right? And then you see me, which should, you know, he rubs off on me, mm-hmm. I rub off on you. So I think it is is key to how we lead ourselves, how we, you know, the things we say, um, the things we do even, you know, like your, your actions, because you can say a lot of things, but then you do something differently. It is so important. There's such a responsibility on us individually, you know, to show up. And we say we, we love Jesus, but we got to represent. We got to honor him, right? How we treat our kids, uh, our spouses, our friends. I'm like, how are we leading in those areas even? Yes. That's important. You know, like really selflessness. Like, how how is that? Or is it just about what you want and you get in the head and you will step on people and that that can that is not good leadership you know and in leadership also you know like bringing people along with you like yeah. you know i i don't it's not about me and i am on the top and you it's not about that you know there's just this space for us all but we have a responsibility as you know as leaders you know how we show up every day so this this is a good segue into the next question that i have for you alicia Mm -hmm. because i think how we show up right definitely has an impact and you know you and i had talked again before we jumped on this call about authentic leadership right what does it mean to show up authentically and how does a person show up authentically as Mm -hmm. they live out their gifting or whatever they're called to in life what are your Mm -hmm. thoughts on that yeah don't bluff you know um it's okay to to have like a limp sort of i would say like i'm leading with a limp there's you don't have to put on a show right just being honest you know leaders hurt right we get we 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 have we feel things we you know but it's how you respond like when you're down like when those challenges come and, and they, they, they will, if it hasn't, you haven't been met with anything yet, anything hard, it will come. And you in those moments, like, you know, the person you become, who, how you respond, like you forget. And, and I say this to my kids often, remember your training. It is just a kind of like a trigger term because sometimes, you know, we go through stuff and we're feeling a certain way. And I, if I, and I say to them to just, and I say, remember your training, remembering what we know to be true, what God says. Because in the moment, you're heated and you just want to be angry and you just want to hold on to things and all these things. Just remember your training. And for us, we say that to just 
remind ourselves, oh yeah, this too shall pass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. This too shall pass. This, I'm going through something. I don't know why exactly, but um, you know, just everything is temporary. <laughs> yeah. But just be open, be a, be who he created you to be and stop trying to look you know, like like someone else. This is how I, you know, I, I handle stuff. And sometimes, you know, it's not always quick to to resolve things, you may take a longer time to work through some things than I would. And, and just being okay with what that is for you, right? Like give yourself some some space, some grace, maybe grace. Yeah, I love that, grace. Another mm -hmm. friend of mine talks mm -hmm. about grace, especially in a time of overwhelm, how important that is. Yes. So talk to us a little bit about mindset. I know you kind of got into that here just a minute ago as you're sharing these things, mm -hmm. but like, what else would you say as far as the role that mindset plays as we do this and as we show up often? Yeah, what you believe is important, right? Um, that is mindset. That is about what you're telling yourself, the, the lies that sometimes we believe, right? And, you know, that informs what we do next, whatever that is, you know. And there's a way, you know, there's truth. You know, there's there's a way to know what is true. You you seek the word. You go to the word. I, I look to the word for what is actually true. People may say things about you. You know, they may hurt your feelings. Is it true? I mean, if there is some truth to what they say, they said, I mean, maybe okay. I need to go and work on this. Then work on it, right? But don't let it defeat you. We we are growing. You know, it's just extending that seem like grace to each other to one another, like. It's a process. I don't. I don't have it all figured out. I may mess up, but be careful what you're telling yourself. You know, like mm -hmm. who you are in Christ, who I am, and He accepts me. He loves me, right? Mm -hmm. You created me. Yeah, I'm broken here. You know, I'm struggling with this thing, but it doesn't make me like a terrible person. Like, you know, I did something bad. I say this to my my son sometimes. Um, who you are, what you do. Who you are, I love. I love. I will always love what you did. I didn't like that. There, there is a difference. I don't want him to ever like walk away, being defined in himself by some mistake that he made. He made a mistake. I am. I still love you, and yeah. and I want that to kind of like get into the fiber of his being. You know, like I made a mistake, and I'm going to try not to do that same you know thing that I did before. But don't believe the lie. <laughs> it's it's a lot. A lot has to do with what you, what you believe. If you you know like you're forgiven, God has already forgiven us, right? Let it go and let Him in. It'll yeah. help shape what you do, but yeah. what what you're believing. That's powerful, Alicia. It's like things are going to happen all the time that we don't like. People are going to mm -hmm. let us down, but at the end of the day, to know that we're loved and to continue to be able to let that love flow onto others is what keeps things going, right? That's what keeps us yeah. united and keeps things strong. Is to make that yes. the, the priority, even above the yeah. thing, right? whatever that thing may be. We, we got to keep reminding ourselves that that is it. And this is why you have to stay um, filled, like the, the books you're reading, the things that you're surrounding yourself with, like truly, you know, like think about what you're thinking about, right? Because right? Mm -hmm. it, it helps, it will influence your behavior. Yes. So, you know, check yourself, check, you know, television programs. I don't want too much of this kind of, you know, like negativity in my life. Right. You know, I want to be mindful of because in small ways it's subtle, but it is helping to shape 
your thoughts, yes. right? And then what starts to seed in your heart, and it's from your heart that things flow, yes. right? So I want to make sure, like the scripture talks about guarding our hearts. Yes. So I am trying to guard my heart. I I prioritize my my you know like relationship with with Christ, like the time I spent with Him. I spend with Him in the Word. What I do, how I start my day, I it just becomes it has because I I know no other way. Whenever I if I don't start with Him in some serious prayer time, it just I I feel it. You know, like I need that kind of like vitamin, like you know, Holy Spirit power just help me. You know, I'm praying over, you know, like what I have to do. Like I'm about to work, you know, you and me, God, what are you, what do you want me to do? You know, I'm getting ready for this and that today. And, and I just want you to prepare me. You know, these are the kind of things you do, you know, just to take care of self, you know, like your mind. Yeah. But before we, yeah, before we end, I, I want to get, have you answer just a couple more things. First, mm-hmm. um, you, you have an organization called dare dream. And for those watching, I'm actually going to post a banner here on the bottom so that you can see, um, mm-hmm. if you go to daredream.co, you can get to Alicia's website and learn a little bit more about what she does. But for those that are out there right now that are, Mm -hmm. that have this big dream, something they've been thinking Mm -hmm. about for maybe just this year or four years and they feel stuck, you know, what, what are some things that you would say to them right now to move forward? Do it like do it afraid, do it. Even if you are, you know, I know they say God is, um, didn't give us a spirit of fear about power, love, and the sound of mind. But we we do sometimes get afraid, right? And you got to start somewhere instead of, you know, thinking. I deal with a lot of people who have dreams for business. They have an idea. They want to do something. And they're waiting for it, for everything to align, for everything to be perfect, right? Then I will step out. But there, that is, there is no such thing. There is no perfect path. To this entrepreneurship and it looks different it depends on who whose hands it is in right because yes. we're bringing our experiences i mean we're, we're different and that is beautiful and, and that is okay but you you as you start to do it do the work your perspective is become gonna gonna change right you you have a hazy vision right now for a business i want to create a business whatever god has put on your heart well, you ain't gonna know all the steps. I mean, gosh, he didn't give you. Then we have no need for him. I guess what I'm saying, like, so here you are with the best, you know, like of your ability, what you know. We're gonna create a plan, and this is the kind of stuff that I work on with people. You know, we're gonna figure out some way of taking that idea and turning it into a model that you can take to market and begin testing. When I say testing, like you have something that you put in someone's hands and then you get feedback, right? You're gonna, you need that quickly. So, which is why I feel like in the first three months, I wanna have you get some clarity around what is that thing that you're supposed to do. So we're factoring in your skills, your gifts, right? Like what you feel that you're good at, what you have done, what you're excited about, because it's also important that um that that be a part of what you're doing like something that you enjoy and you de- derive energy from it is always important so i'm always looking for that as well you know because when it gets hard i want you to just get going because this didn't mean as much to you right so there's that 
But then we look at their, the many problems that there are out there to, to be solved. And you and your gifts and the problems out there and just kind of look at them. Which of these can I best, you know, with what I know, can I solve over here? Can I, you know, let's try to see what we can come up with together. This is why the community is so important. You know, the inside, the collective wisdom of people, we come together and we, we're working to help you come up with something that you can actually take to market. Let's see. So you get feedback from people and, and you develop it further. And this is part of the, the journey until you develop product market fit. And you will know when you, when you get there, you know, like a lot of people are raising their hands. It's like, I want this, mm-hmm. right? Because we can die on our ideals. We die on our, our ideas. Like nobody is asking for this, but you know what? I am going to create it anyways. That is not a, a sustainable model, right? If you feel good, I did something, mm-hmm. but we're trying to figure out something that will sustain, something that mm-hmm. people actually want, some problem that you're actually solving. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. So before we end, what are what are the ways that folks can now get a hold of you? And what are some programs that you're currently working on that the, the listeners can get tapped into to get access yeah. to what you're doing? I know. Well, tomorrow, and it's kind of last minute, but tomorrow we have a, um, a co-working session, which we're going to be addressing like 10 questions that I think every new entrepreneur should have answers to. So this, this is like fun, foundation work. You know, if you're going to start a business, you need to figure out what it was, these um, things that you should know right if, to get you going and you build on it so that is um tomorrow but then there if you miss tomorrow i'm going to do it again in um next month um july on the 21st so there is that um we also do peer group coaching these are small groups and it's intentionally so where it's no more than six people but we come together in different times i have five different um, sessions available, but we are coaching around these foundational um, precepts, you know, faith and work and helping you to move from, you know, that feeling of stock to where you want to be in your business. So that that's um, pretty much, you know, what we got going on right now. I mean, there are a lot of other things. We do networking socials once a month, but you can find all of that at daydream.co. And, you know, there's a way to contact me there as well on the site. And I'm happy to, I'll respond. I respond to everyone. So, yeah. Excellent. And so all of these comments, just for those of you watching, and uh, Frank is very excited. He said he thinks God wanted him to hear you today, Alicia. So he is very well, encouraged am, by what you're saying. You made my day, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I love to hear that. It, even if it's, I, I love that. That's all I want to do. Encourage and bless someone. And that you have. All of these things, for those of you listening, watching, it will be posted in the comments on the podcast, which will get released on either Apple or Spotify, actually both. But depending on if you're in an Apple platform or if you're on a non-Apple platform, I figure those two cover the gambit. So I will make sure those links get posted so that you can reach out to Alicia. Mm -hmm. If you're interested, I'll have my links there as well so that if you want to reach out uh, to me, Alicia, this has been an amazing time. It always is. I feel like every time we talk is an encouraging time for both of us. Uh, and I thoroughly enjoy you. And I'm grateful for the time that you spent and gave to us today uh, and sharing your mission. You remind me once again how good God is and what we're capable of. And, and just the gift of being able 
to live out and to be, I'll use a play on words here, to dare to dream, right? Dare yeah. to dream and to actually be able to go after that. Um, what a blessing that is. So thank you once again for being on with us and uh, you have a wonderful day. Uh, for those of you listening, remember to lead well, live on purpose and honor God with your life. Thank you once again for listening and supporting the No Purpose Without Love podcast. If you like what you've been hearing, please remember to follow this podcast to continue receiving notifications about new upcoming episodes. For more information about how to start your own purpose-filled journey or to get in touch with me, you can start my online course by going to courses.beaconleaders.com or you can email me at info at You can also visit my website at www.davidegoresso.com. I will post these links and others in the description section of each episode as well. So until next time, remember to lead well, live on purpose, and honor God with your life.